All right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. And I am so excited to have you guys here for another episode of Music and Nostalgia. Man, when I tell you, I am so thankful for all my current listeners and viewers. I just don't know how to share my gratitude. Episode one was last week and it was a blast. I mean, y'all came in here and listened and viewed like gangbusters like I was about to give y'all some money like Oprah so thank you all so very much for being such kind wonderful listeners and viewers I'm looking forward to today's episode um uh, first off let me tell you why for those of you that haven't heard of uh the podcast music and nostalgia I started this podcast because I was looking for a way to have some creative outlet and I found that in any space that I'm in if I can't interact on intellectual or whatever levels with different people I can always connect to them on music on musical levels and several other levels but music happens to be one of those magic magical sweet uh, spots where I can interact with people and we can find connecting experiences at any time and space in life and it's such a marvelous thing to know that we as human beings as different as we may seem have so many things that tie us together so that's why i started music and nostalgia so you and i can become friends because of the connecting things through music our stories and our experiences well today i get to talk to you about one of my favorite all-time songs that i heard years ago in the year 2000 specifically is when i truly learned about this song and i'm gonna tell you a little a little history a little uh tidbit i learned about this song because it was new to me when i heard it in the year 2000 in the fall of 2000 to be even more specific i went to mercer university in the year 2000 i went to mercer in macon georgia and while i was down there Um, I remember going to school on crutches because I had double knee surgery, had some meniscal tears that I had to get taken care of. So I was really excited to know that I was going to school and getting connected with new friends and get a new experience of getting college under my belt. And when I got there, we had a mentoring program for the minority students on campus where part of what the activities were as outside of getting to know each other was campus wide. We got to go to a dollar movie, which the school was doing. But that for that particular time period, we all got to go see the movie and the movie that we all chose to see. It was a bunch of us that went together because clearly we're all just now newly aligned. But a bunch of us sat together, went to go see the movie together. And I had guys that would always carry me up and down stairs because of my knees. Um, so it was such a beautiful relational experience Going to learn about some people and we went to go see the movie kings of comedy and if you guys know if you guys don't know what kings of comedy is it's a it's a it was a touring comedy show that they turned into a movie and it starred the host steve harvey and then you had dl hughley you had uh said the entertainment and the late great um bernie mac as the four comedians that toured on this show Well, one part of it, like, first off, I'm going to tell you, I was cracking up so hard because the jokes were just ridiculous. I mean, like the ones that hit, they hit. But at some point, Steve Harvey, while he was hosting, came out and started talking about how new music was uh, was weak, basically, um, that they didn't know how to make new music in in the current times. He said, y'all had to give instruction, wave your hands from here to here, uh, get up, sit down, all that stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I enjoy the new music. But he hit on some old school joints and he called about four songs and one of the songs is the one i'm going to talk about today and that song for today is cause i love you by lenny williams 
And I'm telling you, when he introduced that song, it was so strong. He had a stool. He was hyped. He kicked that thing. He looked for another stool, kicked that one too, uh, dr- kicked the mic stand, and then dropped the mic. He was he was so hype. But the crazy thing about it is, now the cameramen are, are panning and, and looking through the audience, and everybody's like, the moment the first beat dropped, you felt it, because everybody was like right there. Like it was, it was as if the beat just came and embraced them and brought back brought them back to a memory or even took them into a new experience that they didn't know they were expecting. So that's how I was introduced to that song. Here's a lesson I learned about that song years later. Um, Actually, I learned a few weeks ago, but years later, uh, Steve Harvey got to interact with Lenny Williams and his wife and they came over and thanked him and he didn't know why they were thanking him. But they he was informed at that moment that they were in dire straits financially. And fortunately, they own the rights to their music and they uh, and they still they you know, he wrote his music. So he was able to the moment he started, Steve Harvey started announcing the song. Everybody got so hyped that wherever they were, they went searching for the song, buying the album. You know, back then you had to buy the actual album. And then he also um, he also got to be Lenny Williams. That is that he uh, got to go out into into towns and perform at shows because of that big drive that Steve Harvey hit just by talking about the song at every single one of his shows. And I'm telling you what, I watched that movie once at that time and I was sold. I was hooked. And for those of you that don't know who Lenny Williams is, his song "Cause I Love You" dropped in the mid '70s, right? And even if you don't know it, the first thing, the first beat from that song hits you in such a marvelous way, right? Like, first off, the first beat is dun 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 dun, like at that moment, and. Of course, that song has been sampled in so many ways by so many artists. So you'll hear it. You may not even recognize it in certain songs, but it's been sampled so much. But the moment that first beat drops, I mean, like your mind just goes to this place. Like what I'm about to experience here. And that's what it was for me. So that's what happened. Right. I heard it at that at that movie when I watched that movie at the movies that night but then immediately I was like I gotta find out what song this is I was calling him Lenny Wilkins Willie Wilkins I just knew that I needed to find that song uh fortunately I had a roommate who was uh the king of Napster we weren't illegally downloading but we were not legally downloading music if you know what I mean but anyway let me move forward because I'm starting to ramble here because I'm getting excited about the song I'm ready to play it but can you hear those beats like listen at this point, you can hear just how he's bringing in. And he comes to the first line. It's like, girl, you know I, I, I love you no matter what you do. And I, oh, don't let me start singing because uh, this is not what I'm here for. I'm not auditioning for uh, a musical career. But what I experienced from those lines, it was such an embrace. It was an awakening. And I was like, yo. Let me learn what this joint is. It was so good at every turn. I would if if we had a party, uh, uh, an event, a gathering on campus. I was asking the DJ, "Yo, do you have this song?" And fortunately, most of them did. So I was rocking out, and I bec- I became a perform performative interpreter of this song. Like literally, like when he's like when he says, "Girl, you know, I, I'm I'm 
rolling and and vibing to it, singing the lines, you know, like you can't sing that without having to rock a little bit. And that's how I felt listening to this song. I don't know if, if you would feel that way or if you felt that way about any particular songs, but that's what Lenny Williams and Cause I Love You felt like every time I heard it. And I'm telling you, like, there's so many, so many ways that this influenced, influenced my life throughout my college years and even till today that I can tell you a couple, like, there was an organization that I, I joined, I was a part of, because when I got to Mercer, the, the, we had the largest black class they had ever had. And it was pretty exciting for the campus. It was exciting for us as a student body. We were all excited to be in the same space. Uh, a lot of us didn't know each other, but we got to connect and build relationships very quickly. Well, here's one thing that that OBS did, Organi Organization for Black Students. They had events throughout the year. And one of the events they had was like a banquet or something like that. And at the banquet, you would have you would get um uh, to dress up as college students because, you know, we were mostly walking around in our pajamas and everything like that. Um, but we got a chance to go on on to that event, celebrate, get dressed up. And I was I was dating somebody at the time. And so when we went to this party, this banquet, whatever it was, I don't know specifically, but we were now dancing on the dance floor. And anybody that knows me knows that when music comes on, I'm going to get down. I'm going to get to party and I'm going to get to, you know, living it up with everybody. And because that's just me, like no matter where the event is, no matter who who's at it, if there's music, chances are I'm going to be dancing. Well, more so then than now. Now I got to, you know, time it out. Like, let me not. Uh, pop something, you know, because, you know, we're getting older right now. So, <laughs> but hey, I, I'm rambling right now because I'm just so excited. I'm about to tell the story and y'all about to say, look at this boy. But I went on the dance floor and as we're dancing, the, the it's almost like the DJ was like, how can we get Dap hype? How can we get him excited? And so what did they do? They played that song. And the moment that first beat dropped, I lost it. I, I, I basically looked around like, oh, y'all called for me to perform, right? And that I did. I was like on fire. I was on 10. And when I tell you, I immediately took my jacket off, laid it off on the, on the chair like, hey, I'll be back. It was one of those moments where I said, uh, hold my beer, that kind of that kind of move. And I immediately went back to the dance floor. My, my girlfriend at the time was a little more reserved. She was she was not as outgoing as I am. Um, and the moment I started, she knew it. And she was just like, I right, at least I know who I'm up against. Right. Like, I know what to expect here. But I go into performing the song. And when I get to when there, oh, there's so many great lines in the song, like one of the lines that he has is some men need lots of women for their passions to feel boom, 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 boom. like it gets like I'm in it like I'm performing like literally seeking background singers at that point, pulling my boys in to come, come just, you know, like do, you know how uh, uh, some musicians would have somebody throw the coat over them. And, you know, they like, I was doing all of this. Like I was team too much and folks were looking at me like, all right, let's go. It's either they were laughing at me or laughing with me, but it didn't matter in that moment because I was in it. And I believed, I truly believed that that song was designed for me to perform for the world. And it was so magical because what I one of the things I love about this song is that 
it has all these elements of love and beauty and and just this this desire to be with the one you love. And at the time, you know, I'm in college, fresh in my own world, and I thought I was absolutely in love again. Here's what I mean, right? Like there's a part of the song that he talks about rolling up in a big old ball and dying, right? Like he felt so sad that he wanted to roll up in a big old ball and die. And similar to that, in my first semester of school, I believe it was, now it's probably second semester of school, um, I was dating somebody else. And like I said, I came on campus on, on crutches. And when I met her, I met her and she saw, you know, I was, you know, flexing in a, a bit, wearing cutoff sh- uh, T-shirt because, you know, arms, you know, I was had guns, you know, carrying yourself around on crutches can be uh, work. But I'm I'm going through campus and she she and two of her girls see me by the stairs and they're like, oh, I like you. I like your arms, boy. You dude that's all i needed i was like take me now you know i was hers you could tell me anything but i was so enamored man because she was this gorgeous young lady she seemed really chill she seemed really cool which she was like she was down to earth i really enjoyed hanging out with her and her friends were dope as well because i enjoyed hanging with them like we would see her around campus and i didn't have a problem hanging with them separating from whatever group i was hanging with to, to get to know them before we were even dating because they were just that cool well fast forward we had dated for what i thought was a few weeks it was probably three or four months right and we were having what i thought was a good time and then one weekend i remember her her father was sick a lot at that time and so she would go up to atlanta to go see him check up on him and i was accustomed to that i knew that was going on but typically i would have an idea that she was doing that and no bigs right well, this one weekend, she just disappeared, and I was concerned, and I called her several times, and this was pre-cell phone, anytime free calls. Like, you had to wait till 7 or 9 to call because you didn't want to use up all your good minutes. And so I would call her throughout the weekend trying to find out what was going on, and nothing happened. But on Sunday, I was sitting out in front of my building. I lived in Sherwood at the time. Uh, For those of you who know Sherwood, that was uh, a risky experience because that building could go down in 90 seconds if there was a fire. But we all used to be on guard at that building. But we were, you know, me and and a couple of my roommates were hanging out in front of the building because there was nothing to do until we went to dinner. And while I'm sitting there, I see one of my boys or one of the guys that I hung with. That, you know, I, I embrace as one of my boys, you know, because we used to do stuff on campus together all the time. He pulls up and as he's getting to the stop sign, I was like, hey, look, it's your boy. You know, I'm waving like, you know, like, what's up, bro? And as soon as he gets to the stop sign, I look into the car and I can see him because it's his car. But right next to him is a f- familiar image. And it's the person I thought was my girlfriend. And he had the turn signal to turn into the parking lot. But the moment they noticed me, like our eyes lock, he turns in the opposite direction and peels off. And I get up and I look at my boys like, wait, uh, did y'all see what I saw? Now, I I remember. Now, think about this. I was hanging out. So I wasn't dressed to go do anything. I was in flip flops and jogging pants. And and as soon as I saw them pull up. And, and peel off like before I could think of my next move, I remember running 
to the other side of campus. Now, for those, I'm not at like a, you know, Alabama or UGA or any of those big campuses like USC, none of those. But it was big enough for me to have to take a breath. But I took off and I remember just going like Grease Lightning went from from that moment, from that spot in front of my building to her dorm. And by the time I got there, he had already he had just dropped her off and was and was driving off. I don't know where I got the speed in me, but I was I was there. And I remember calling her a couple of times trying to get a react uh, a response. And with no response, I just went to ring the uh, knock on the door and somebody let me in because, you know, I was a regular. I was there all the time. Like if I wasn't in class or with my boys or doing something else, I was there just hanging out. So what I did, folks were so familiar with me, they just let me in. And so I went to her room. And when we had the conversation, I, I, I remember thinking, like, yo, I was intentional about not messing with anybody, not trying to talk to somebody else while we were dating. And I thought that that was the agreed upon relationship we were in. And frankly, I was hurt. And for good reason, right? I was, at the time, I was what I thought was madly in love with this woman. And I was blown away by the fact that somebody I considered a friend is who she chose to go hang out with and spend the weekend with out of town without at least letting me know that, yo, we're not exclusive. We're not a real thing. And I mean, it burned in every level of my spirit, of my being. I felt torn. And I didn't know where to go and I didn't know what to do. So I just, I mean, I literally, I remember I, I just, I went in and spoke with her and out of the pain, I looked at her and I said, you know, you're going to get yours too, right? You know, like yeah, how you hurt me, you're going to feel that kind of pain in your own time and yeah, not a, not a personal threat, but I was, I was so hurt. I wanted her to identify with my pain. It wasn't fair to her, but I also thought it wasn't fair to me. But after that, I remember leaving and I, 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 my boys caught up with me and they were like making sure I wasn't doing anything. Fortunately, I wasn't and I wasn't losing my mind, but I wanted to make sure she knew that I was I was not happy with the idea. And I was I mean, I felt like I was broken. So when that line of, you know, I wanted to roll up in a big old ball and die, I wasn't at that level. I wasn't in that space because, I, you know, let's be real. I was a freshman in college. So I wasn't truly in love. I wasn't truly madly in love. I was just fake in love. I don't know what that is, right? But in that moment, I felt like my entire world was crumbling. And I, and I remember sitting with one of my boys and we we're like chilling. And, I t and I'm talking to him about it. And he was like, yo, like, you just forget about her, man. Like, get over it. Like, not get over it. Like... Like, it was more like, we're still young, so it's still that, there's plenty of fish in the sea, you know what I mean, son? And I was like, dude, you must not have been in love like me, right? Which is another line in the song. But it spoke directly to my experience. So every time I heard that part of the song, it brought me to the part of the pain that I didn't want to embrace. But I realized, experiencing it now, experiencing it, I realized it was part of the development of who I am and also understanding how I feel about uh, human interaction and my interaction with people. So even though um, I was hurt at that moment, I'm also be real. Like again, I said I was what I was was probably more infatuated than in love. But here's what happened on the back side of it. Right, two weeks later or so, 
I was back in love, like madly in love with somebody else. Uh, just, I guess, how their puppy love is, right? You know, I'm gonna find the next, the next love person to 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 cuddle up to. But it was, it's funny because when I performed that song with that girlfriend, the one I told you about, at, that isn't as outgoing as I was. When when I would sing that song, I would pretty much be saying that, you know, she took my hand and just kind of filled me up again because that song speaks to that. And I was so in there and I didn't really know how to shift with this thing. I knew that at some point I would have to, you know, you know, stop performing the song, which I haven't, because now there's evidence of me performing this joint at karaoke's everywhere. I mean, and I'm killing it. And and when I say killing, I don't mean like killing it good. I mean, I'm literally brutalizing every note that is in the song. Like, I, you know, as I'm like an assassin, just killing it in a terrible way. Like it's a bloody bloody murder so that's what that uh experience was like for me right and i know that if you've lived life and you've had experiences which if you're here now obviously you have right you've experienced love and you've experienced hurt you've been brokenhearted you've been disappointed you've been lost and not knowing where to turn not knowing how to lift yourself up but every time i hear this song it reminds me of all of those moments, right? The moment of pain, but more importantly, the moment of redemption, of 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 clarity, of elevation. So I don't I don't wallow in the pain. I don't have any, you know, hate or disgust towards any of those individuals, the, the young lady or the guy, because that was it was a part of our journeys. And if we didn't have it, the three of us in our separate paths wouldn't have grown at the pace that we did we wouldn't have had the opportunity to become better individuals i truly believe they're incredible individuals now but it happened so that we could become better versions of ourselves if we're willing to learn from it anyway and that was it for me like i i i love every bit of my experience at mercer um uh, shout out to the black and orange um i love every bit of the relationships that i built even the ones that fell apart, that haven't grown, that didn't uh, that didn't advance. I love the fact that I got to experience all of them because it helped shape who I am. You know, it didn't define me, but it helped shape. It helped me identify the things I'm okay with and the things I absolutely choose not to interact with. But if we don't have some of these experiences in life, we never know. And that's why I love this song, because it touches on all of the beautiful and the painful things that we can experience in, in a love relationship, whether it's romantic or not. It touches on the concept of love in such a fantastic way. And I'm hoping that you, just like I, have experiences that you were able to overcome and learn from and grow from and become better because of them, because I know that if we stay in the pain, we can never advance and grow because our mentality will always keep us in that dark spot versus taking us to a place where we can become a better version of ourselves. So do this for me. If you've had any similar experiences, if you had any experiences that's way off from this and you think I'm just speaking bazooka, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of a term. If you think I'm way out there on in crazy world, let me know. I'd love to know that I am not alone in this, but I'd also love to know if you have some experiences that are similar, but ended up in a totally different way. 
uh, let me know because I truly believe that there's magic in, in all of us sharing our experiences. This is just one of my lovely experiences. I'm hoping that you have some fantastic ones as well, some that you've been able to overcome, some that have made you better, and some that have taught you how to treat the world the people around you in your world a lot better as well. Um, you can find me on all the platforms that we're we're sharing podcasts at. I'm really excited to let you see what else we have in store. Today, we talked about Lenny Williams, Cause I Love You. I might have to put a link in the description below so you can find the song. Because if you've never heard that song before, now is the time that you go download it. Now is the time that you go listen. Look, I don't have any royalties. I get nothing from sharing this song, but the appreciation, the love for it. And I hope you have that experience as well. So if you want to know more, and I know that you do because you're here with me right now, you can find me. Go subscribe. Uh, hit the subscribe button right right there or right below, wherever it is, right? Uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, uh, you name it, all the major, Stitcher, we're everywhere, but we're also viewable on YouTube. So come on back, let me know what you like best, drop a comment, look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And again, music and nostalgia, because here we get to learn about our stories, but more importantly, we get to see where we grew from it. All right, because the joy is truly in the journey, not the destination. Thank you. Good night. Goodbye. Have a great one.